Also, uh, have you ever? Did you ever watch the Fargo TV show? Oh yeah, yeah. We should talk about that at some point too, because that's fucking. We've never had a Coen Brothers episode, so. No, we have not. I mean, I would. I mean, I, I'd love to. I mean, and you've, yeah. seen, you've of course seen Fargo the movie as well, right? No, I would have to watch Fargo the movie actually. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. why you didn't get my. That's why you didn't get my joke from last episode. <laughs> oh yeah, I've only seen the TV show. I've never watched the movie. Yeah, yeah. Don't. I'm not sure. I 100 percent agree with your police work there, Lou. Uh, that's from Fargo. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like from right in the beginning of the movie. Okay, that's. I was like, because I didn't get a reaction out of you, and I, I thought you had watched Fargo. So, okay, that makes more sense now. I understand why you were like just moved right on from that. I'm like, come on, this Fargo reference is great. Come on, what are you doing? Um, okay, <laughs> yeah. So we should, yeah. I watch watch Fargo. Um, yeah, we could yeah. we could we could even do like a. I mean, <sighs> Coen Brothers. I got I got I got to think about what I've what I've seen from them such it's that Coen I could, Brothers are the kind of film where I feel like. Um, watching like we could talk about their career mm-hmm. more so than like in any individual movie because they're all kind of, it's like you know talking about wes anderson yeah yeah i mean because it, it is it is very much a style not yeah, that all of their not not that all of the movies are the same but it is very much a style yeah um, they're all stylized in the same way oh do i have is raising arizona one of the movies that's like on my like list of things or oh, have I you th- never seen raising arizona no i haven't oh that's a, that's fucking that's a good one because I, I mean, you know, uh, on the large list of movies that I that I have to like to watch, um, I think Raising Arizona is on that list. <laughs> to oh, okay. Watch. okay, well then, yeah, let's definitely do that one too. Okay, yeah, um, yeah, I'll try to watch some of these beforehand. Uh, we have lots of time, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have all the time. Yeah, we, many... could, we could we could talk about like a Coen Brothers. Yeah, because oh yeah, cause, oh Big Lebowski, oh, oh Brother exactly. Where Art Thou, No Country yeah. for Old Men. Okay. Okay, yeah. I have not seen A Serious Man. I know that you, I think you like that movie. Oh, um, oh I, I mean, I think it's a good movie. I do not like it. Okay, that's fair <laughs> enough. I mean, that's actually true for some of the movies on here anyway. Is, yeah, uh, exactly, yeah. Co- the, uh, a Serious Man is their most personal movie, is, is from what I can tell. Mm. Um, so, you know, take that as it is. Fair enough, man. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Daylight Savings Time is a cruel mistress. Yeah, um, d- <laughs> that was a shock. Did not expect... It to be so late when I got up. Yeah, I, I I'm having I'm having a time. I got my coffee and I'm very tired. <laughs> well, the coffee will fix that. Mm. Now, have you? Um, because I've been watching. Well, actually, I'll, I'll tell you a couple things because we've watched at least one thing that I know that you've watched. We, uh, Lauren and I watched uh, watched Technolize. Oh shit! You guys watched Technolize? We did. We watched Technolize. Oh, I'm I mean, sorry. Y- you and I, you and I already watched Technolize because you, oh, you've already seen it. Okay. Yeah, you made me. You made me sit through Technolize. Okay. Well, um, then tell tell Lauren I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you no longer like Technolize? Oh no, I love it, but it's also one of the most crushingly depressing things in, on the planet. So. Man, not to like. I'm not not that we're gonna do. I mean, we could do technolize. We could talk about it. Um, and I don't know if I have a full episode worth of information to convey about it. But when you first, I don't showed, think there is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you first showed it to me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like I had mixed feelings about it. I was kind of like, okay. Like we get to the end, and I was basically like, you know, I mean, I'll try to not do spoilers for technolize. But basically, we get to the end, and I was just kind of like, oh, okay. I guess that was the show. Um, I found that it suffered a little bit from the fact that just prior we had watched Ergo Proxy, which a lot more like story, I guess happens in Ergo Proxy, or at least it's a little bit more, 
Not that ergo proxy is conventional, but it's a little bit more conventional than Technolize, I think is a problem. I would agree with that 100%. There are like, there are like arcs in Technolize almost. In ergo proxy or in tech or ergo proxy, I'm sorry, ergo proxy. Yeah, there's yeah. arcs. Like there's like you know there's a story happening and then it resolves itself and then they move on. Yeah, that never happens in technolize really. Well, I mean, it does resolve itself, but <laughs> not in what you might call a satisfying way. But um, no. I, I think. I think in the second go around, because I really haven't changed my opinion on it, I still have kind of mixed feelings. And I think that I I think I put my finger on what it is, is that I thought that it was going to be a, a, a show about um, like transhumanism and stuff like that because of the whole technolized part. Yeah. And uh, it really just isn't. No, it's not. At all. It really has almost like the technolized part of it almost is almost not needed. Like it almost doesn't really lend anything to the story. It lends a bit, but it's like, it's not even really the main theme at all. No. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little muddled, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're right. And I, I think what, what I struggle with too is like, cause the first half, it seems like it's going to be that, especially with like, like Yoshi and like a lot of the stuff that's going on. Like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the first half of Technolize sends me in a direction and then the, the first half of tech yeah, did i say the first half the first half of technolize yeah. it sends me in a direction that the second half doesn't go in and like i just i mean like it sort of does but it sort of doesn't like yeah I, i'm tempted i'm tempted to say that like that's almost on purpose but i don't know like you know the the petty struggles of humanity like are so pointless mm-hmm. and so it's like is that on purpose maybe that's giving them too much credit yeah, I, 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 it's not, it's kind of one of those things that, like, I watched it, and I, like, I enjoyed it more the second time, knowing where it was going. Yes, I, mm-hmm. But I was just kind of like, okay, I've watched it again. I, I feel like a third time will never be necessary. <laughs> That's kind no, of yeah, how I God, thought. no. Yeah, yeah. 100%. But. It's, I do like its depiction of, like, um, humanity's fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, and, and that's, you know. And that's the thing, right, is, like, I thought that the technolized part of it was going to be more that. I guess I guess with, like, the kind of, like, rooted tree people thing, it sort of does go in that direction. Yeah. It's a like, little sure tiny you could, bit. You could figure out a way to connect the first yeah. and second parts. If I watched it again, I'm sure I could. Yeah. But, you're, but I, I, I agree, they do feel like two different shows almost. Yeah, there is really like a hard cutoff somewhere in the middle yeah. where it really transitions into something else. Yeah. And the second part is the more interesting by far. It's funny because I find the first part to be the more engaging. Oh, engaging, sure. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, you're right. Conceptually, the second part is like, oh, yes. okay, this is actually like something I can think about. Yeah, no, fair. Okay, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, no, you're right. The first part is like, first part is a show. The second part is like an essay. Yeah. Yes, the, the the second part is where we we very much cross past the normie filter, and you're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. Yeah, Technolize is, is one of my favorite animes, so I'm glad you guys watched it. And then did did, did I did I buy you Lane? Do you own Lane? Yeah, I own the the Blu-ray box set for Lane. It is it has like the art book. It's so nice. That's what I thought because we never watched it. I know I bought it for you, but I we never watched it. But we're watching it now. We're watching Lane. Oh shit! You're watching Lane. Oh my, yeah, that is. I mean, I consider that to be the best anime ever made. So okay, well, we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. I'll I'll tell you what I did watch recently that I'm kind of leaning towards is one of I don't know if it's the best anime ever made, but it is certainly now one of my favorites. Is we watched um we watched Steins Gate. Oh God. Ooh, yeah, I have a controversial opinion on Steinsgate, so... Go, I mean, go ahead with your controversial Steinsgate opinion. Let's hear it's, it. It's a very bad opinion. I'm just gonna... I'm gonna say that right now. It's like... 
I don't, I'm not going to justify it at all. I just hate the tutaroo sound. <laughs> and how far are you in that anime? Oh, no, we, we finished it. We watched, we watched oh, Steins okay, Gate good. and Steins Gate Zero. So when, when the anime becomes about rescuing tutaroo girl, uh-huh. I, I just was like, I don't actually care. I, would, I want tutaroo girl to be dead permanently man so you and lauren the fact that it's about that <laughs> you and lauren like just i was just like fuck you <laughs> you and lauren did lauren think the same thing yeah you and lauren just hang out because <laughs> she was like she was like uh she could stay dead that's fine <laughs> yeah no exactly yeah that's 100 percent what i thought i was like fuck fuck tutaroo like i hate tutaroo so much please please keep her dead <laughs> and so i just had to stop watching oh yeah. man okay because well. so it's actually it's um it's like, you know, it's one of Mason's favorite animes. And it's just like, oh, yeah. He was like, you should really watch this. It's so great. And I was like, sure. And I was like, man, I hate this. <laughs> I, hate I mean, Tuturu. yeah, if you if you don't if you don't like Maori as a character, you are going to hate the shit out of that because mm-hmm. that is just not. Uh, yeah, but uh, I actively dislike her as a character. I, I found and I guess, you know, so I guess. Sorry for Steinsgate spoilers, everyone. Uh, whatever. I mean, it's not really spoilers because it happens pretty early in the. Sh- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I mean, I'll, put, maybe I'll put up a spoil. I'll put up. Literally a spo- happens right. at the first second of the show. <laughs> wow. That's how Steinsgate is. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sorry, it is. It's there just like it a is. worse version of Primer. Well, that's that's the thing. Is it reminded me of Primer? Okay, here, here. Okay, here is why I like Steinsgate because Steinsgate starts off as like such a goofy anime, like. Yes. I mean, other than, like, the, like, you know, like, Arisa, like, getting stabbed, like, right in the beginning of it. Like, it starts off as such, like, a, like, I mean, like, you know, ho ho he's like, he's so, like, goofy and yes. shit. But yeah. what, what I like about it is two things. First of all is all of his, like, silly ridiculousness, because of the way that the time loop works, actually all comes true. And it's all completely legit. Um, so, like, all of his, like, you know, like, I mean, like, CERN, like, the large hadron yes. collider people is like that's their like greatest enemy you know like i mean it's just like it it it's so ridiculous and hilarious that like it's like how could this even be a thing but like it all ends up being the thing and then like i like just i like his characterization how like he starts out as this like crazy goofy dude and like just through like the anime just becomes more and more like beat down by the end of it, you know, it's like, but then like, you know, by the end of it, he manages to turn it around, et cetera, et cetera. Spoilers for Steinsgate, you know, he saves everybody at the end. But like, I mean, man, like, it's just like, it's such an interesting character arc. And I, I love the way that the time loop is set up. And it's just like, it, it fires on a lot of cylinders for me. Like I'm, it's, it's, it's like Steinsgate is like in my top five right now, if not my top three. Like, mm. it's just like, it's real solid. I really, really yeah. enjoy it. Steinsgate zero, not as much. Um, it's still entertaining, but oh, I didn't even know there was a, a zero. So Steinsgate Zero is basically so like basically at the end of Steinsgate, right? Because I, I imagine you're not going to finish it. But um, the at the end of Steinsgate, like he saves everybody. Like he made. Yeah, yeah I've, to, I've spoiled myself on the Wikipedia. Yeah. So Steinsgate Zero happens between the um the last ep- the the penultimate episode and the last episode. Um, ah. And basically, it's the other time loop where he gives up and doesn't keep trying. And it, okay. and it goes on to, like, a world where, like, Arisa just dies, and it's the whole timeline of that. So it's the whole, like, B-world mm. timeline, the beta-world timeline or whatever the fuck. Um, so very, it's, I mean, like, it's it's much sadder <laughs> because it's, of course. like, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and he's, like, you know, you don't really get any, like, you know, mad scientist time for, like, 
the yeah. majority of it. It's so just it's, sad time. It's just sad times. Um, I mean, it's good if you like the characters and you want to see more of them. Like, okay. But, like, it's... I, I don't think it's required reading. I don't think it's one of those things that you <laughs> nef- definitely... I would hope not. Yeah. It's, so, yeah. you know, Science Against one of those shows where I should like it. Like, it, it, it hits all the boxes that I, like, generally like. It's literally just Tutoru. <laughs> like... Even if you got rid of the catchphrase of that character, I wait, I probably would like Steins Gate more. That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's just, it's, I, it's like, it's a completely unfair opinion. It's like, it's really bad. And it's like, I want to like, it's like, it's like what Witcher 3 for me. It's like the, like the Witcher 3 anime for me. It's like, I should <laughs> like this. And like, it's clearly quality. So I really should like it. But my God, something about it just really, can't, I can't stand it. <laughs> hey man, there's no accounting for taste, you know? Yep. There's no, yeah, certainly not in my, in my case. <laughs> we also we also watched um and not to not to you know no no please no I'm, yeah, that's yeah. very interesting i like this so um, take my i was just stretching i was that was uh, just yeah. a stretch no fair enough fair enough no this is I, I feel i just feel like every single like intro to these like i end up talking about a bunch of animes that we've been watching because we've been watching well, great, a lot yeah. it's I, I can tick these off the list of animes you need to watch so it's great excellent have you watched violet evergarden oh yeah no i don't want to be depressed it's not it's not depressing Oh, really? Isn't no. it about, like, a, a robot that comes back from war and, like, her master is dead, but she doesn't realize it because of amnesia, and it's her slowly realizing that the person she loves has been dead for, like, a decade? Isn't that the story? No. Oh, no. I okay. mean, it is, it is, it is, it's a cyborg girl that comes back from war, um, but it's basically just, A, it is one of the prettiest animes that I've ever seen. Yes, I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it is, it's, it's bittersweet, you know? Like, it's, there's, there's times when it is just sad there's times when it's just happy um and but i think the overall tone i would say is is bittersweet um but like i mean it's like it's good like it will it okay. will it will it will make you it will make you happy cry like it's yes, one of that's, those it, i've been i've been i've been fucking traumatized by too many animes i just tried not to take those risks anymore <laughs> this is one you should definitely watch like and it's like i mean okay. you know, it's on netflix it's not long you know it's like i think it's like 13 episodes there's an ova and there's a uh, and there's a movie both of which are worth watching um super good you should watch violet evergarden um so that's that's definitely one that's uh worth watching okay, yeah and then i'll uh, try to see if i can put it on the list of stuff we're watching in the house uh, oh yeah actually everybody in your house would like it too like yeah because we've been watching um talking about things we've been watching again we uh may had never seen samurai jack oh didn't we, so we w- didn't we talk about that last time oh did we we did yeah, because okay. I well, yeah, yeah, we're you, in you, season five now. Oh, okay. So you oh, I thought you had already finished it last time we talked. No, 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 no. We just started it. Really? Oh, maybe yeah. you had already finished it. Yeah. Oh, I've seen it for sure. You've yeah, yeah, already. Yeah. Okay, that's what's yeah. going. And you've on. seen it, obviously, right? Well, I have not. That was that was what We've we not talked seen about. Season five. No, no, I still need to. I still need to watch it. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, then we've had that conversation. Already. We have had that conversation. Yes. No, I, I. It's one of those ones that's just been on the list, and I just like keep like forgetting about it but like i'll yeah. do it like we'll watch well, watching it watching it binging it without watching it week to week it's even better than i remember oh so, of course i mean an that's extra recommendation yeah for sure i know i 100 percent want to uh <laughs> to watch that yeah. um it's actually it's it is hilarious though i will say because we watched it like we watched the end of season four and then went r- immediately into season five mm-hmm. and it's like the last episode of samurai jack is jack and the baby and it's like a really like Oh god, that episode! Yeah, it's like, and then and then it's fucking season five, and it's like the fucking whiplash you get. Okay, because like you know, usually there's like fifteen years in between those two episodes. Yes, that's true. Five minutes. 
Oh yeah, I mean it's like well, it's like watching it's like watching Twin Peaks, right? It's like you. Oh my god, yeah, exactly. You know, it's like you go right into season three, and it's just like <laughs> no, you don't understand. Like most of us waited like their whole lives for this, yeah. so you know. Yeah. I mean, Twin Peaks <laughs> ended like around when you were born, right? Like, yeah, exactly. No, you know, literally a whole life. Your whole life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah, it's a whiplash. It's good. Have you seen? Um, have you seen? I accidentally got reincarnated as a slime. Well, yeah, I actually, Isekai is like my, um, my guilty pleasure. Uh Uh-huh. So I've seen or read every single one of those. So yes, for sure. I don't actually watch the anime just because I've read the manga. Okay, fair enough. We are watching the anime. Um, I think the the second, that first half of the second season is almost over. So we're just waiting for that episode. I think it might already be, I think it actually came out yesterday. Oh, good. So you're, yeah, so you've, you're, you're, you're past the filler. I mean, honestly, I feel like the whole thing has been good so far because it's like, I, I like the idea of, like, mm-hmm. a completely OP character that's, like, still yeah. interesting. I mean, it's, like, why One Punch Man is hilarious, you know? It's because it's, like, when you have a completely OP character that, like, doesn't make the story boring, like, it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's because, um, oh, what's the, I've thought about this so much, I have, like, a pre-prepared statement, essentially. Just, like, OP characters, essentially, like, usually you get tension from, like, the, the like, unknown mm-hmm. of a story, and it's like having an OP character means that like suddenly your tension actually has to come from like interesting writing. Mm-hmm. And so like because of that, it's like those those kind of animes where you have OP characters like that. It's very much a sink or swim. Just like either it's really, really good or it's like the most garbage, like bottom of the barrel thing possible. Oh, yeah, I I agree completely. It's it's one of the easiest things to screw up because it's like if your character if if. Yep. If you can't if you can't do anything with like the character tension, you know, like it's like, oh, will they survive? It's like they're they're always going to survive. You know, it's yeah. like if you can't do anything with that, yeah, yeah. like you said, everything else has to be interesting. Otherwise, yeah. it's going to suck. <laughs> you can't just shonen it where it's like, is is Goku going to live? It's like yeah. that's I mean, that's every shonen. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Goku. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's the Superman effect, right? It's yeah. like it's great. You have to, like, you know, it's so hard to do Superman properly because Superman doesn't lose. So, like, yeah. you have you to. You better bring your A game. Yeah, you better bring your, you better make everything around Superman interesting. Otherwise, oh, man, is it going to suck? Yep. <laughs> and then. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I love that shit. Yeah, no, it's it's freaking excellent. And then what was the last thing? Oh, yeah. Um, I guess update from last time. I finished Death Stranding. Oh, yeah. How was that? Oh. I have thoughts on Death Stranding. Um, I think that it's one of those games. Here's my thoughts on Death Stranding, and I think that this will probably make sense to a lot of people. I think that if you want to like Death Stranding, that you'll like Death Stranding. And if you don't want to like Death Stranding, you won't like Death Stranding. <laughs> That's how I feel yeah, about it. Everything that I've seen or heard about that game, it that makes sense to me. Like just like it's a it's a make your own fun. Yeah. There I mean, there 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 I mean, with almost all media, right? Like there are things that you can want to like and just can't because it's just not good. And there are things that you can try to not like, but secretly down deep inside you do like because it is so good. But yes. this is definitely one of those where it is choose your own adventure. If you want to like this, like there is lots in it to enjoy and there's things you need to overlook. And if you want to hate it, there's plenty to pick on. <laughs> So, like, yeah, yeah, I mean, which is a flawed masterpiece. Yeah, which is, I mean, is true of a lot of Kojima stuff. And this is just, you know, this is just Kojima unfiltered. So it's like all of the stupidest stuff that Kojima does. If you think that stuff is, like, (laughs) funny, like, then you'll love this. If you think that stuff is dumb, you're going to hate this. (laughs) 
because this is just hardcore Kojima. So do you do you think Death Stranding is going to be one of those things where like 10 years later we look back on it and be like, oh, wait, we're all stupid. He's actually just a genius. Um, like Metal Gear Solid 2 is like that for me. Yes. Yeah. Where Metal- it's like I look back on it. I was like, as a kid, I thought it was just a funny joke. But now looking back at it, I'm like, oh, this was like a really serious attempt at like talking about some of the fundamental problems in our society. And mm-hmm. I just like thought it was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally. I I will say that at least, and I, I don't think this, I don't know if this is, I'd have to really crystallize my opinions on this. But like, I, I think that this was true for at least a good half of the game is that um, Death Stranding has a lot of, similar like thoughts as metal gear solid 2 like mm-hmm. there's a lot of like because if metal gear solid 2 is a lot about you know how information like controls well and happens on the internet right like oh, what okay, the sure. inter- what the mm-hmm. internet does to information yes okay yep then death stranding at least for and i i think this i have to think really hard about it if it's actually true for the entire game or if it's mostly just true for like the first like half to three quarters of it. But Death Stranding, to me, very much started out with what the internet does to interactions between people. I think you're I think you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. So that's that's and I, I could probably talk for a little bit on on those two games, but I'd have to I'd have to really sit down and like think about it because I haven't like created my manifest because the the end of Death Stranding, like but definitely it it, it started to kind of drift away from what I was thinking it was completely about, but it also might not have if I think about it a little bit harder. And I think I need to mm-hmm. just think about it a little bit harder. So I have to decide if I still agree with my statement or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, I, it, suffice it to say, um, I think you would like it probably. Um, I think it's probably... I think I would, yeah. I think, I think it's something that's worth playing. Um, and I think that like, if you like the idea of like traversal and like, kind of somewhat tedium, but, like, in, like, a gamified way, like, gamified tedium, then then it's, I think it's a good one, because, yeah, I mean... I mean, I, I, watched, um, I watched a stream of someone play that game, and, like, I, I, they got to the point where they were, like, setting up zip lines on mountains and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's like, that sounds fun. Like, I'm down for that experience, for sure. Do you watch, um, do you watch Matthew Matosis? I used to, as he put stuff out recently. I haven't seen any videos from him in a while. He's he's pretty sporadic, um, but he did yeah. a Death Stranding review. Um, I think that's the one I watched. Okay, and how long ago was that? He he made a point that I think I agree with. I didn't experience it in the game, but that's also because I wasn't trying. I think as hard, but he basically said like, especially with things like the zip lines, like it's it's very much a make your own fun type of thing. Because if you just set up a ton of zip lines, you can make the game really trivial. Um, so I, I mean, I didn't really, I didn't watch his review before I played it, but I didn't do that. Like I, mm. I didn't go overboard in trying to make the world like trivial to per, to like to uh, yeah. to traverse. You didn't like you didn't do zip lines like to literally every base. Yeah, like I, I, you know, I have zip lines, but like the zip lines that I had set up, like basically what I would do is like if somebody else had already set up one half of a zip line. I would, mm. I would like, I would carry around like the materials to make zip lines, such that like if I saw like a far off thing, I was like, oh, I want to be able to get to that. Let me set up a zip line here so that I can get to that quickly. Versus yeah. just going through the game and just being very methodical about like I'm going to set up zip lines between here and here and just like you know 
rock my delivery. Yeah. You know, I I didn't build all the roads, you know, all that stuff. So, like, you know, I I very much, like, I just played through the game at what was a natural pace for me. And I found that that's the best way for me to play it. You know, some people really like to optimize. And this is a game where you can optimize. But I, I just didn't. I didn't want to put in the effort because I was having enough fun not optimizing that I didn't want to spoil that for myself. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's, I mean, and I love the concept of, like, online co-op building. That's cool. Yeah, it's got that kind of, like, Dark Souls-y, like, yeah. asymmetrical multiplayer element to it, which I always enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I think Kojima is definitely an insane madman, mm-hmm. uh, but because of that, he makes some really cool games. Oh, yeah, that's I sure. think that's absolutely true. And it, it's, no, it's funny. There's nothing boring about Death Stranding. Yeah. You know? In the sense of, like, game design. And, and honestly, it is funny how much Death... I mean, like, as much as, like, you didn't want to make Metal Gear games anymore, it's it's hilarious how much that this is just a Metal Gear game. I mean, it's a sneaking game. It's a game about sneaking. It's not all about sneaking, but there's a lot of sneaking in it. So, like... Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's capable of making anything other than Metal Gear games. <laughs> At the end, like, that's clearly what his mind has, like, coalesced around as an identity. And so, like, of course. Yeah. But, uh... And that's fine. It is fine, you know. I, I, I am, I'm perfectly, and I, I'm perfectly happy to see what, it, it, what else, if anything, he puts out because it does sound exactly. like it does sound like he wants to just do movies. Which, I mean, if you've played that's any fine. of his games, that does yeah. not surprise anyone. <laughs> that's how I've experienced them anyway. Yeah, so they've I'm mostly been that. movies. So yeah. Oh, also, just on the topic of Isekai, uh, with the slime one. Have you ever seen Overlord? No. That's another. That's a really good one. I would recommend. Um, Overlord. It's a little bit more. I mean. Uh, I'm a slime is pretty is also pretty anime horny. So if you got through that, okay, I think you won't find the fan service in Overlord too bad either. Yeah, I mean, you know, because that's really the only part about anime now that I'm like, I try to avoid the like weird like horny animes where it's like, okay, this was made for like 13 year olds to jack off to. Like, I'm good. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that's unfortunately a lot of it. It's, <laughs> it's the majority of it, unfortunately. Yeah, you really cherry pick. You really got a cherry pick. It's it's it gets real it gets real tricky real fast. But uh, yeah. oh god, I mean, we watched um, we watched like one of the um, one of the shogi animes, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was. Oh yeah. man, yeah. <laughs> they, they need they need horny jail over in Japan for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, boink, go to horny jail. Yeah, which is actually funny because there's an anime about that. It's like we have even re- they recognize it. We have indeed reached peak meta. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Excellent. Yeah, cool. All right, should we? Uh, should should we? Should we move to the main topic? Yeah, I think so. Let's do it, let's man. Do it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Uh, let's talk about some 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 songs. Some songs. Well, some albums. So, so yeah. I'm talking about some. I'm tired, man. <laughs> My brain is just like. Drink more um, coffee. Dude, right? So, okay. Um, so, okay. So, once again, if you watched the last episode, uh, we picked four albums. Um, Steven, would you like to would you like to introduce your your two albums and and why you picked them? Yes. Um, my two albums are Ohm, uh, Pilgrimage. Uh, Ohm is the band. Pilgrimage is the album. Um, I picked that because we were we were just talking about like doom and stoner metal, and mm-hmm. I'm like that's like to me my the quintessential like I like this band and this album in particular but actually on retrospect i also realized that it's a great counterpoint to amplifier worship in a way mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm actually very glad i picked that album because i didn't even realize how appropriate it was it's very appropriate um and then the other album was um the nature of imitation by dorian concept and that's just one of my like that's one of my little hidden gems mm-hmm. that was just like i like this is like you know i have that and 
previously we did against all logic and those are my two just like these are some good fucking albums Mm -hmm. and did you um did you like think that i was going to like both of these albums or were you just um you know showing me them because you you like them um i mean yeah i primarily because i like them i i figured you would probably like dorian concept pilgrimage i don't know okay fair enough and so then my two albums um were if i can remember uh, so i i had uh the beyond by cult of luna um which that was actually also spawned from the whole amplifier worship um oh really yeah so because li- like i discussed last time like you know like the i i know that we're kind of like fuzzy on the like the the drone metal label but like very yeah very fuzzy but you know, I mean, large passages of Amplifier Worship could be described as nothing but drone. Um, so, like, I will say at least that they have a common ancestor because they're they're both spawned from, like, Melvins, like, one way or another. That oh, yeah, I still haven't listened to Melvins. I need to do that. Yeah, that band basically, um, like, through, like, them and also Black Sabbath, like, because Black Sabbath obviously lends quite a bit to the, to, like, the drone and, like, that kind of sound, um, you know, like, of, like, really slowing things down and, like, really heavy. But basically, Cult of Luna and Boris, definitely Melvin's is a common ancestor. And, you know, there's, there's different things that you could take away from what Melvin's, you know, does as a band and did at the time that, you know, these bands were being influenced. Um, and Cult of Luna took the other thing away from it. Uh, so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to pick this one. And then the other one that I picked, um, and give me one second, I'm going to pull up Google Translate here <laughs> so I can get the pronunciation. Orin C. Pazuzu. Yeah, I want to get the translate. I want to get the... Farahejitalia. Uh, um, the- yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I'm translating from Finnish, I believe. Hang on. Let me get this right. Uh <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I literally, when I was trying to, like, write down some of the song names, I literally was just, like, write the first couple letters and then just, like, literally put a scribble after it. <laughs> just like, I don't even fucking know what's happening in this word anymore. All right. So, Arancy Pazuzu Varatelia is, I believe, yeah, how okay. you pronounce it. Varatelia. Yeah, that looks right. Yeah. yeah. It uh, it means vibrator, um, but not in that sense. Go to horny jail. Um, so, <laughs> and, uh, uh, so... Uh, th- the Orancy Pazuzu album, you know, as it will be known henceforth, so I don't have to keep trying to pronounce that. Um, so this is a uh, a psychedelic black metal album, um, and uh, man, is it a thing! Um, and actually, it's it's interesting because, like, I mean, you know, you picked you picked a like a stoner doom band, and stoner doom definitely has like some some psychedelic elements as well. So I thought that these oh, were an interesting sure. counterpoint to each other. Um, but of course, this is black metal, so it's a little bit like it's a little bit well, it's a lot more in your face. Um, and, uh, so interesting you would describe it like that. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, that's going to be the discussion I'm sure. But, um, so I guess in terms of both of these albums, I wasn't sure if you were going to like the, the beyond. Um, I think Mm -hmm. that, I think that if you did like it, like if you like, um, like that particular brand of sludge metal, uh, you were going to like the shit out of this. Uh, if you don't, you won't. Um, and then the, uh, Arancy album, I think you're gonna, I think you, you're, we're gonna like it just because of the way that it is, but, you know, like, just like, it's, it's a little bit more of like a, um, it's like a really riffy based album, and I 
and because of just like how crazy it is, I thought that you might like it. But th- this one, I was like, if I was going to pick out of the two, which one I thought you were going to like, if you didn't like both of them, I thought it was going to be the Arancy album. But I, I am going to be interested to hear what the uh, the actual result is. Yeah. yeah. So a, you, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say you made some good guesses. <laughs> Excellent. So um, last time, I think we started with one of mine. So let's start with one of yours first. Um, yes. Which one did you like least? I what, think I know the answer to this, but well, yeah. I, let's talk about let's talk about pilgrimage. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I won't say that I liked it the least necessarily. I'll say that I have I have less to say about it than I do about uh, Nature of Imitation, and I think that that's going to be true for the two albums that I think in the order that we're going to go in. But we'll see. Um, so, okay, pilgrimage. What did I think about this album? So, first of all. Um, I think you you expressed last time that it is essentially a single song. Um, it is broken up into into parts. Yes, there are four songs on the the album technically. Yeah, uh, we can we can refer to them henceforth as movements of the same yeah. song. And I um, and I I ultimately think I was wrong about calling them all one song. It's more like two songs. Yeah, I mean they're all pretty interrelated. Like I, yes, I I'm willing to treat them all as a single song with four movements. Um, yeah. and I you know, perfectly willing to talk about them that way henceforth. But uh, Yes, I agree 100% with that. So, all right. Um, I The first thing that I will say is my first impression of this album, um, basically the top YouTube comment of it, uh, <laughs> which is uh, set the controls for the heart of the pilgrimage. Um, like, initially, like, right away, I was like, oh, they kind of have, like, a, a little bit of, like, like, like a doom, like a, like a, what is it? Uh, what's the name of the band? Why am I blanking on them? Um, that set the controls for the heart of the sun. I don't know what that is. Yes, you do. Um, that's friggin' uh, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd. Um, okay. Well, so they I, have I like don't a... listen to a lot of Pink Floyds. So. Really? I thought I thought that you, for sure you'd heard that. Uh... If, if it's a, if it's a classical band that everyone should know, I can almost guarantee you I don't. Ha- I've never listened to anything by them. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Pink Floyd. Um, so like set the controls for the heart of the sun. Um, you know. So it's this. It was like it almost starts out like a doom version of of that track in a lot of ways, um, and okay. it's got like because it's got like a similar like vibe. In fact, it's you know let me if I can I might even pull it up and just like I'm gonna I am looking it up right now so I can listen to a little bit of it. Oh yes, wow! I 100 percent see what you're talking about, right? <laughs> Very much so. Set the controls for the heart of the heart of the pilgrimage, man. You know. <laughs> yeah, set control for the heart of pilgrimage. Okay, yeah, yeah, 100. percent I see that. Yeah. So. Um, like so, like my, my that was like my initial impression right off the bat. I was like, okay, and I mean that is true. That is true of a lot. I mean, what is what is stoner doom as like uh, as a genre? It is a, a melding of Black Sabbath and psychedelic. And, you know, yeah, and, like and Pink Floyd is definitely a precursor. I hundred percent. Yeah. So it's like the granddaddy. I, I guess here is the my my first impression of of all of this is because I've I've listened to some stoner doom bands and. Uh, what this leans, I think this leans more on like the chill psychedelic vibe. It doesn't totally. It's not like it's not a totally. I mean, like the the second movement for sure. You know, is is definitely hits hard when it comes in. Um, but it definitely leans more on that kind of more chill vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, definitely. And I I found it very hard to pay attention to. Like I had to put a lot of effort into being like, wait a second, I have to listen to this. I have to like think like, it's like, I just kind of got like, like it's, it's a good, it's good background music for me. 
but I don't know if it's necessarily something that I'm going to go back to a lot because it's very difficult for me to latch on to any particular riff, which is strange for this genre because, like, there's other bands like in, like like Stone Jesus um, is a good one um, in this kind of same genre that leans much more heavily on, like, the Black Sabbath side of things um, mm-hmm. and, like, the really, like, heavy riffy-like parts of this genre. And I latch on to that a lot more just because, I don't know, maybe, like, as a guitar player, it just, like, makes more sense to me, you know? And, like, I, I can like, focus... Okay. I could focus a little bit more on that because it's like it's easy to focus on the instrument that you play um, a lot more than anything else. So I I didn't. It's not that I found this album boring. I don't want to. I don't want to make it out like that. But I did find it difficult to to really like connect with me. That like I just I didn't I didn't. There was no. There was very few points where I was just like unconsciously headbanging to it in, in a way that you know. Some of this, some of the other albums that we listened to, like, did do that for me. Interesting, because I would say for me, this album, like, I, 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 I agree with you to a certain extent that it's like it is a background album, mm-hmm. um, in part because it's like a stoner album. Yeah. So like, you're you're kind of you know you're meant to be like hitting a doobie or something <laughs> to this essentially, <laughs> and like you know you like you start smoking with pilgrimage and then like you know. You finish your joint right as unintuitive knowledge of the Godhead. Like, that's how I imagine, like, these, like, the artists were making the album we're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, like, I don't even disagree that it's, like, it's more of a background album. And that's actually, I like it because it's, like, so continuous. It's just, like, it's one big thing that just, like, you, it comes up and it does it. And then it, like, goes, it's like a wave. Yeah. Almost. I, I mean, you know... It seems ridiculous for a band called Ohm that I that I don't mention this, but like I mean, it's 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 a, it's it's almost a meditative album, you know. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. It it's is. not it's not boring, it, and it's it, not it, without it's dynamics, a, but it is it is definitely meditative. It's you know what I I, I see this album as like a modern version of like um, choir music. Oh yeah, like absolutely. The kind of thing you'd hear in like an old medieval church, but like ramped up for the modern era. Yeah. Um, and particularly the note that I have here is I, I feel like this is the, like, this is one of the best, like, albums that I've listened to. Mm. Like, as just, like, a whole, like, I wish all albums were structured like this, where it's, like, you know, it comes in, it does what it's trying to do, and then it goes out. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It's not overly long. Oh, yeah. You know, it just, it has a nice, just, like, this is it. <sighs> I gotta, I gotta make one comment. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that both of the albums that I recommended were over an hour. <laughs> so. That's fine. I did that to you last time. So yeah. Well, and, but your both of your albums were so short, and I'm just like, oh fuck. I was like, because I, I listened to yours, I was like, oh, I'm done, and I was just like, oh, that wouldn't. After listening to both of your albums, you wouldn't even be done with one of mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. When I saw, especially when I saw the Cult of Luna album, and I was like, there's like three 17-minute songs on this fucking thing. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be real tough when I have to recommend uh, the uh, Cobalt to you, uh, A Slow Forever, because that's um, it's an hour and a half. Um, so I'll leave that one for another time, because uh, that one is long as fuck. <laughs> it's worth um, it, but it's long as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, you know, it's just throw a short one up for the other one. Yeah. Um, beyond your, like, beyond your, like, initial impressions, are there any, like, parts that you did actually like that, like, stuck out to you? Oh, yeah, it's the, it's the, as soon as the second movement comes in, like, because, like, you know, I mean, pour the drummer in the first song 
or the first movement because it's like he's just got his tambourine and maybe like slightly taps the uh, the bass drum every once in a while. Yeah, and then the fucking cymbal work comes in. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. I mean, like the freaking what is it? Like I said, I think it's a crash cymbal or maybe it's a ride. Yeah, that crash cymbal, like that for me makes the Sorry, album. Not almost. not crash, splash cymbal. I, I I have to I have to no I, no it no it is a ride. It's 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 got to be a ride. I don't know. No, it's a ride. It's definitely some sort of like long lasting. It's like it it it's it's just it's so like let me listen pure. It's like it's like the quintessential cymbal sound. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so good. Yeah, like around one minute on unintuitive knowledge of the Godhead is what you're looking for. <sighs> yeah, it's like oh, I immediately start headbanging when I listen to that song. Yeah, no, but there is there's definitely like a ride bell and they're like a dink 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 and like which I love. I mean, I yeah, it's great. I'm a ride yeah, based on the last album, the 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 Migwa album from last. I'm like I'm a ride bell addict. Like just yeah, give me more yeah. like dink dink. Give me those little yes. dinks. That's what I want, man. You know, no, so that's a ride bell, not a symbol. Is what you're saying? Uh, well, the I mean, so like a ride symbol is like it's like a it's a it's usually like a fairly large symbol. And when I say ride bell, I'm talking about like the the raised part in the center of the symbol. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you hit that, you get that nice little ding, ding tink sound. Yeah. I, I love that tink sound. Dude. I gotta say. Yeah, I know. What? It's, if, if I'm going to be totally honest, I mostly love this album because of that tink sound and the fucking... Um, the vocals on Biama's theme. Yeah, those are also very good. Yeah, no, I mean, the middle of this album for sure is where it like it does the most for me. Yeah, just like, just, oh my god, yeah, I love, I love those vocals so much. What, uh, what time in the, uh, in the album? R- around like two minutes twenty seconds on Biama's theme. The organ sensory. Oh yeah. Waves. Just like, oh my god. Yeah. Ugh. Well, yeah. I mean, there's that. There's that chanting again for you. You know. It's yeah. Like, yeah. That's the kind of stuff that just like that does it for me. Oh man. But if you, um, I mean, you know, you know, it's song though, really like, um, separate from this, but what really got me into that, like super like ride bells, like sound is freaking Circus Maximus. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. You know, you know that one song that's probably where like, it has that, like, it has that drum groove where it's like, that's the Circus Survive album you're talking about, right? Are you talking about a band called Circus Maximus? Yeah. I'm, t- I'm talking about Circus Maximus. I mean, you, you recommended it to me, so I know that you know what this is. Uh, d- don't, don't take that for granted. <laughs> it, I've let, I've rec- I've listened to too many bands for me to remember even a hundredth of them. Yeah. I think it's, is it on, it's on isolate. Hang on. The progressive metal quintent. Yeah. Isolate. Here we go. I have, I've never listened to this band. You 100% have. I mean, I'm sure I believe you that I have, but I'm saying my memory is telling me no, even though I know you're right, obviously. Okay. Hang on. So let me send you the album here really quick. Oh, it's Mouth of Madness. Oh, the Circus Maximus. I do remember this band. Yeah. Wow. Whew. It's been so long since I've listened to that. Yeah, I love that sound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's that. That's like, again. That's that kind of like chanting with like the big ride bell like hits like, and just I don't know. I love that like that that yeah. drum groove. Like I I that's one actually one of the ones that I I've tried to like learn on the drums because it's just mm. so good. Yeah. Like so good. Just ba 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 ding ba 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 yeah it's really it's the good stuff it's the good stuff but um let me go back to one thing here because like let me send you this album real quick um i put that in the chat so uh when i was talking about that that other that seven thunders roar by uh by i I actually didn't say the name of the album seven thunders roar by uh, stone jesus it's another band in this genre, like I said, more towards like the black metals and black metal. More yes, towards this the, sounds like heavy metal to me. Black, yeah, the blacks. If you go to like three minutes and fifteen seconds in the oh, album, okay, really early, sure. Yeah, it's just like guitar part. Yeah, or the drums. 
it's 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 because it's it's doing a similar thing, but it's a little bit more it's a little bit more riffy. You know, that's that's really that's that's like the subtle difference between like what what Ohm is doing and what some of the some of the other bands that I like in this genre do. Um, they lean a little bit more towards like the Black Sabbath side of things. Um, yeah. So I I, I said this to me this is like. This sort of blends now into like every other heavy metal band that I've listened to. Well, yeah, right. Yes, it's like oh, I like Ohm particularly because it's not that, and I totally it's understand. Like, I could that. just yeah, exactly because because like there's another band in this this space, uh, Orchid, that is just doing Black. I like Sabbath. Orchid. Yes, I like Orchid. But that's Orchid is one. just doing Black Sabbath. I mean, yeah, it, that's fine. Which is fine. Um, but like it is that's all it's doing, and I think that that's the problem with the this genre for me in particular. And I might just not be exposed to enough of it, but I find that like they are all doing something relatively similar. They might lean slightly one way or another, but like they're all mm-hmm. kind of doing the Black Sabbath thing combined with like some psychedelic elements. And there's more or less of that. And this has more, and that's fine. And if that's your jam. Then you're gonna really like this album. If you're new- you're talking about Stone Jesus. No, I'm I'm going back to Pilgrimage now. Oh, okay. You are t- you are back at home. You think this is heavy Black Sabbath, really? I think it's more psychedelic Black Sabbath. Okay, interesting. That's what I I mean. It's because it's like it's 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 not it's leaning way less on the Black Sabbath. Like the Black Sabbath is is a is a is a, is a whiff versus okay okay oh sure okay yeah, yeah yeah like it's it's leaning way more into like the into like the you know pink floyd like you know mm-hmm. like the friggin you know uh like the psychedelic elements of things like you know you're talking about like like fucking like pet sounds from uh Beach Boys and like uh, whatever oh, yeah. all the Be- all the Beatles albums that like pass the psychedelic period, you know, like it's just, it's leaning more on those, and then it's combining them with that, like you said, like that kind of like chanting element. Um, yes, and it, it works. It's just it doesn't it doesn't hit for me. It's not that it's okay. it's not that yeah. it's bad, and it's not that I and like if somebody put it on, I'd be like, yeah, all right, but I'm probably not gonna go back to this album. Yeah, that's. I mean, I. I don't, I mean, I don't listen to it. I mean, I, this is maybe like the fourth or fifth time I've listened to this album in my life, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, but it's one of those albums where it's like, first of all, it's great driving music. I can see that. Yeah. And that's primarily like for a good, like part of my life. That's really the only way I listened to music. Mm-hmm. And so this is from that period of my life where it's like, you know, you're driving along, listening to Pilgrimage and then unintuitive knowledge of the Godhead comes on and it's like, fuck yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Yeah. And you're not really paying full attention to it because you're driving, obviously. And so that lets it, you know, sort of, that sort of smooths away some of the, like, the boring parts. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'd say, you know, Biyama's theme, right? Like, it gets a little samey in the middle of Biyama's theme. Yeah, and I found the same thing. Before it transitions. Even yeah. when I'm trying to pay attention to it, I stop paying attention unconsciously. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's, to me, this is just, like, this is a, such a professionally done album. I don't know. I really appreciate how, like, tight everything oh, is. Oh, totally agree. It's a, it is a very well done album. Um, yeah, just and that's, to, I don't really have any like other notes about like any other parts of like anything really sticking out to me. It's mostly just like as a whole, this is a good album. I, I think I agree. I agree. It's a good album. Probably not one I'm going to go back to, but definitely one that was was worth a listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I I think that's pretty pretty accurate. So, uh, Cult, Cult of, of Luna, Luna, the Beyond. Yes. <laughs> What'd you um, think? I do not like post metal very much. Okay. So. Uh, this, this album, you know, as soon as I realized that it was post-metal screamo, it, I, it was an uphill battle for me. Um, it, what, what this album really like struck me is like, there's a lot of like cool bits 
surrounded by a lot of just like very standard post metal like sound. Okay. Um, like it's that like you know it's the what the driving guitar like line with like the it's not it's not bass that the drummer is doing but it's like the big the big things whatever those are called the timbers or um you know what i'm talking about that whatever he's hitting oh on the drum set um not not the actual bass drum but the things next to the bass. oh the toms the toms it's like it's a lot of tom work um and it's just like there's little moments where i'm like ooh, that's interesting i like that sound and then it just like goes back to like four minutes of just like and it's just like it sounds every song kind of like blends together for me at a certain point mm-hmm. um so yeah i mean what did it i just it's it's really the vocals that put me off the most i just don't like that style as much interesting and you, you um, it's, it's funny you described it as screamo <laughs> that's it's like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so, I know it's not it's not literally screamo, obviously. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be real tricky when I uh, when I when I f- we finally get around to I can recommend to you this really good screamo band. Um, you're gonna hate it. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's gonna um, be interesting. It's it's like so. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know what? It kind of reminds me of like a a musical version of Hardcore Henry. <laughs> What's Hardcore Henry? It's that first person movie. Okay. I, I've never heard just, of this. I don't well, think. Essentially just like this album never like, with the exceptions of like, I think, what is it? Um, like the beginning of Circle and uh, Clones. Um, those both like, that's a breath that the album gives you. But other than that, it's like, it's very much a like constantly happening album. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like, it tired me out, I guess is what I would say. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> So you didn't uh, you didn't like the beginning of Receiver like the like you know right after the like the first little tiny intro track, because it, it immediately it's like uh, have you ever heard of the band Pelican? Yeah. Okay. So this is like the vocal version of Pelican. Okay. Essentially, and it's like I like Pelican be- specifically because there aren't vocals, mm. and so like putting vocals on top, and because obviously I'm not listening to what's being said. Yeah. Right. I'm just hearing the lyrics like as vocals. Um. And so it's just like it's it's almost like it's distracting me from listening to like the instrumentation, mm. which is what I like. Um, so yeah, and I wasn't a big fan of it. I would say um, specifically, I have some notes here uh, at like the three thirty mark on Genesis. I have a note about like guitar counterpoint. Okay, uh, three minutes and thirty. Yeah, let me listen to this. Yes. Oh yeah, this part I like this, and like and and during that part, the vocals become like literally background. Yeah, do 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 do. Yeah, and then and you could, this vocals are still going, but they've like become part of the like distortion noise. Mm-hmm. And it's like I like that. I loved that. And okay. like you know they do that a couple other times to the album. I don't have my notes about specific times, but there's a few parts like that where it's like yeah, like I'm really liking this. Uh, but then like right after that, it goes like right back to the just like. You know, the guitar is just, like, a wall of distortion, and the drums are, like, going on those toms, and the vocalist is screaming. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, I feel like that, I could take that part of that song and put it into, like, any other part of the album, almost. And, like, it would sound the same. And it just, that, that I don't like that, particularly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's, unfortunately, the majority of the album. Yeah, I mean, this like like I said, this is kind of be one of those things that like you either like this style or you do not like this style, and it sounds like you didn't. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me let me send you this. Um, so if you listen, starting at I think like around thirty six seconds. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, so this is this is Mastodon's first album, um, the song Trilobite. 
Yeah. Um, so, okay. Let me let me explain. <laughs> sure. I fucking love this track off of off of Macedon's first album. Yes, um, and just the 10 seconds I just heard, that's a really good album. They're a really good song. Yeah. So I really like that. I I have been desperately trying to find more bands that do what that album <sighs> is what that song okay. is doing. Then I 100% understand why you listened to call this song, this album. Yeah. And I'll say I do the same thing. It's <laughs> there, you're, you're looking for that exact, like, I wish someone would do this sound, but for a whole album. Yeah. It's like, I just want that hit again. You know, it's like, just yeah. give me mm-hmm. that thing. Yep. yep. So, okay. Yep. You know, I'm honestly like, I'm, I, I picked the beyond because it, it's, it's kind of where it like, there is some post metal elements to it, and there's some because sl- so this is this is for everybody that's listening is not familiar with the genre. Like so, there's this is sludge metal, right? That's what this is, and sludge metal at its core is basically like very it's like very bass heavy, slowed down like riffy metal, right? Like it's it's chunky and it's bass heavy. And it's there are quick parts, but it's it's mostly like it's like chugging slug. Like it's like I mean like those parts on you know um, like in Cult of Luna where it's like like those really like chuggy kind of like heavy like palm muted riffs. Like it's so it's it's crazy to me that you also describe this as being like sluggish because because the description on YouTube music is like this is one of their like. What does it say? Um, this tempo is slowed and the feeling is more expansive, reflective. And it's like, this did not feel slow or ponderous or reflective to me. This felt like someone screaming at like a, like someone like behind like a chain link fence, like pounding on it and screaming for an hour. Oh yeah. I mean, this album is, is in, in a word, it's aggressive. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. It's so aggressive. That's it's what I love about it. Album. It's just like, it's just like, it's a beat down of an album. It's what I love about it. It's just so like, Argh! and the thing that I like, so like the vocal delivery, right? Um, like mm-hmm. the way I would describe it, cause so, you know, in the, in the space of like distorted, like vocals, you know, you have on one end of the spectrum, I think is uh, like black metal where it's like the, the very screechy, like, like, it's like that yeah. kind of stuff. And then, you know, you have like, you have death metal, right? On the other end of the spectrum, which is, you know, the deep growled vocals, you know, the cookie monster, yeah. right? This is the middle ground. This is the middle ground. It's yelled. He's just yelling. Yeah. That's what he's doing. Yeah. And like Ugh. all of the bands in the genre, they're just yelling. And I Yeah, they're just yelling. Ugh. And it works for me. Like if, mm-hmm. if, if it doesn't work for you, it's not going to work. But if it works, yeah. oh, it works. Like it's just... and. There's other bands, and so maybe I won't end up actually making you listen to Slow Forever, so you've avoided the hour and a half album, because it's just more of this. Um, yeah, oh god, yeah, please don't do that to me. Yeah, so I might have to take that one off the this, list. This was a hard one for me to get through. Uh, but I would be, I'd be slightly interested for you to, because, so you, you don't really, you don't like the post, uh, the post metal elements, you don't really like the sludge metal elements either, because I was going to say, like, if you liked the sludge metal elements of it, you might like their first album a little bit better because it takes out all. I mean, it's not really it's not really post metal at all. It's basically just a sludge metal, like a heavy sludge metal album, and it's good. But if you don't like that either, then you're gonna get nothing out of it. Yeah, I, this being described as sludge metal is crazy to me. Like, this does not seem anywhere close to slow enough for it to be sludge at all. I mean, I believe you. Like, I'm sure I'm wrong. What? But like, so I think what you're comparing it to is you're comparing it to other slow genres. Yeah. Whereas what you need to compare this to is compare this to like death metal, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, okay. This is this is slower death metal. I mean, it's it's not really It is. Okay, yeah. It is. You're it's right. not it's yeah. not really death metal in the way that it's like in the way that it's structured, um but it is if if you compare it in speed to something like death metal or I mean, for sure yes, like black okay. metal, it, this is slow. It's it's not It is. Okay. Yeah. Compared to that, it is slow. It's just yeah. not actually slow. And what's interesting about this album is some of the heavy like w- when like Boris on their albums, they're actually like you know like playing and not just like holding a note. Um, there's a lot of similar stuff to this. Like it's in there. It's just like Boris puts it as like decoration. Yes. Whereas this is this is the like, meal. <laughs> yeah. This is like eating chocolate cake for dinner. Yeah. And it's like I can take I can take like a little tiny slice of chocolate cake, but I don't want. The entire cake. And this feels like a cake. Yeah, this is jumping into a pool of chocolate cake and eating uh, So, like, I really liked, uh, on the fourth song on Watchtower, like, there's a part where he's doing the scream vocals, but under it is, like, uh, clean vocals. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I really like that. Like, I like that sound. I like the counterpoint. Th- that That's a good way to say it. There aren't very many counterpoints to what this album sounds like in the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's just it the whole way through. Yeah. There's no, like... You know, I really liked, um, which one was it? Clones? Mm-hmm. Cause clones is like, it's like, oh, I can breathe for a second and like, yeah, comprehend yeah. what I just heard. Yeah. There's only a couple. I mean, like th- this album, I feel like switches back and forth between like really post metal el- elements and just the most aggressive possible riffs that you could, that you could do. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I also want to point out, um, that arrival has a fucking Noam Chomsky quote in it. Just oh like, yeah. Well, it, isn't the end of further like literally like that, a Noam Chomsky? Like, oh no. Am I thinking of? Oh no. I no. Wait. Did I mean to write further? Because the, the whole end of the album is just like a little speech. I don't know if that's Chomsky. Arrival. The the part in Arrival is definitely Chomsky. I've heard him say that in a talk before. Um, and I just want to say I love Chomsky, but like putting a Chomsky quote in your album, like just shoot me. seriously like step off a little bit guys like you're not you're not you just don't don't do it just don't just stop (laughs) i i find quotes in songs to be cringy pretty pretty generally yeah and especially a chomsky quote is like step off man like don't do that (laughs) i i i i generally have the same opinion i feel like in this album to me, it gets away with it, but I can understand how somebody would not feel that way. I would honestly, I, w- I wouldn't even say it doesn't get away with it. It's very understated. It just, it really stood out to me when I heard it. It was like, is this a fucking Noam Chomsky quote? Like, so what did, the fuck? Did you cringe hard at the end of at the end of the album then, where it's basically just like that whole speech? Yeah, I yeah, I, I always cr- it, And that was another thing. It's just like, screaming, screamy vocals to me are like, <sighs> I feel like I'm being preached at to a certain extent. It's like... I should feel angry while listening to this, <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. And so it's just like, it kind of, it's kind of wasted almost on me. Um, yeah. so I would say if I hadn't listened to Pelican before this, I would probably have really liked this album. Honestly, I still wouldn't have liked the vocals, but I would have been like really interested in the sound of the instruments. Mm-hmm. Um, but having listened to a lot of Pelican, I feel like I've heard a version of this that I like more. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's going to be a very interesting motif throughout the rest of this this discussion of all of these albums. So, I agree. yeah, um, because I think that I'm going to have to echo some of those same things fairly shortly. So, anything more yeah. to say on this album? Then, uh, let me look at my notes. Um, Chomsky quote. 
Hardcore Hank. No, that's it. That's all I. That's all I said. Yeah. So then let's move on to the nature of imitation. Yes, let's. By Dorian Concept. So. So. What'd yes. you think? Okay, so like you just said, <laughs> and and you know I even said it like in the in the in the bullshit discussion before we even started this. Um, you know, there's no accounting for taste, right? And I I, I really I really I, I don't know if people understand what I mean when I say that, but like like you you mentioned you know earlier like sometimes like like for Steinsgate that was the thing you were mentioning about is like you know mm-hmm. it has all of the elements of something that you should like and then you just don't really mm-hmm. i found with both of these albums that you recommended to me that that was kind of where i was at is like i don't have a good reason why they're not like hitting for me because on paper they both seem like something that i should like but just something about them it's just like it just didn't it didn't catch me, and it, it it and that's just kind of like how it was. I mean, I actually like. I mean, I've had this experience with several. The 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 main band that I always go back to for this this particular experience is the band Gojira. I don't know if you're familiar with. Yep, Gojira. definitely. Mm-hmm. I should like Gojira. Like everything about Gojira is something that like should appeal to me. Like it's a yeah, band I'm that I should don't like. Gojira. Yeah. I know. And every time I listen to them, like, I just find myself tuning out and I don't know why. Like, it's like I can't pay attention. I just don't. There's something about it that just I can't explain it. But it's like and that's what I mean when I say no accounting for taste. It's like sometimes you just don't. Sometimes what you like and don't like doesn't have any. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And there's nothing like you could you could probably force yourself to like it. And I mean, you can, you know, you could force yourself to like just about anything if you like just like listen to it or I don't agree with that at all. I find it almost impossible to force myself to like something if I don't have a bad reaction to it. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I mean, I think if you want to like something... Sure, yes, yeah. Yeah, you can. Like, you can but make yourself... you have yourself... to want to like it. But, like, there's there's plenty of things that, like, I think that I should like that I just don't. And there's plenty mm-hmm. of things that I do like that I don't know why I like, but I just <laughs> of do. Of course. Yeah. And this is one of those albums... It's, it's interesting, because this came right off the back, of course, of your other album, you know, from Against mm-hmm. All Logic. And this yeah. has got a lot of the same shit, right? Like, I mean, this yeah, is... Yeah, that's why, that's why I recommended it. It's this a... is, like... This I actually I found this album first, and it, this is what led me to Against All Logic. Mm-hmm. So you you've kind of done it in reverse, and I think that was part of the problem. Um, yes, I think you got the better album first. But what I think the the one thing that I will latch onto, the only thing that I can pick out for sure on this album that is different from Against All Logic, is that the vocals are way more sparse. Oh yeah, I mean I would I wouldn't even yeah the vocals are essentially just almost non-existent in many parts yeah and so that was i think and this is this has been something that's kind of been a problem for me in the past i don't know i'd let's say 10 years um is that more and more i have trouble latching on to an album that lacks vocals um interesting because here's the thing right is like in the beginning and and that's not all by the way not to say that i can't appreciate it i mean like shit man of course classical music is good and like there's a lot of classical music that i like that obviously does not have vocals you know like (laughs) no no no, i'm yes yeah in the same way that i don't like drama movies but i like plenty of drama movies yeah exactly i totally get you but what i found is like there was a point in my life where i thought that like there were certain genres of music that you just couldn't really have vocals for uh, math rock being one of the ones that was like a standout for me of like oh wow it's like like when I first heard giraffes giraffes I was like how could you sing over this um and then oh interest and then then yeah, I found maps and atlases and, Atlas. and yeah, I was exactly. like oh that's how that you just yeah. do it and it's you amazing it. yeah. and you know so throughout time I found that it's like why should I 
compromise. Like, why should I not have vocals on, on, on an album? It's like, and that's to me what part of the problem for me with this album was, is like, this is like, Against all logic, it's not quite the same because this has a different vibe than than that than that album. But it's it's the same kind of thing where it's just like, well, the Against All Logic album exists, so so why would I mm. why would I listen to this when I could listen to that, which is equally amazing, but also has vocals that are also really amazing. And like as somebody that like, I mean, like a, a, as much as like I I think I identify as a, like a guitar player, like I I think that. If like I had to pick my strongest instrument, it's more vocals than guitar. Like, <laughs> mm, you know, okay. and so I latch like so like I latch onto guitar a lot. I latch onto vocals a lot. But like that's that's like you know that's my my, my deal. You know, it's like I like that a lot. I like those like you know like when I listen to Opeth, like I want to sing along. You know, it's like <laughs> you still listen to Opeth. I love Opeth, man. O- old Opeth. Uh. You know, I love. I'll tell you what. I love playing Opeth. Like. I, I yeah, learned. I, I, yeah, I think it could be definitely fun to play. I see that. I learned. Um, what is it? Uh, Ghost of Perdition in its entirety at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah, that is fun a song. fun fucking song to play. Like it's just like on the guitar, it's so good. And like I mean, like I mean, and the vocals on that. I mean, like you know, honestly, like the way that uh, the way that he sings is very like in the way that he like does his growls. It's it's pretty controlled in the sense that like you don't have to hurt yourself to do them. Like it's really if you're doing it right, it should be really relaxed. You know? Yeah, Opeth is definitely like the easy listening of <laughs> that genre. I mean, not like not to like shit on Opeth too much, but like that's how I view them. Yeah, but um, so this album for me, that's where it, it kind of lost me a little bit. But that being said, I, I I listened to it a bunch of times and really got it in my head. And I will say that the the thing that I took away from it the most was it feels to me like it switches between good good track and meh track. Almost, almost yes. consistently. This is not. This is in the in the exact way that uh, Pilgrimage was. I think a really good album. This is a really bad album. Mm-hmm. But it has individual songs that I think are so good that I that I'm okay with it. Can I can I guess what those what those are? Please, I want you to. Yes. Okay. Jay Byers. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm happy. You don't even need to say anything else. Yeah. Jay Byers. No time, not mine. Self similarity. Yep. yep. Uh, e thirteen. Those yep. are those are the standout tracks for me. Yeah. Oh, you don't like uh, the space? Space is okay. I like space. I like the two last uh, last ones a lot. But I'll be honest. Uh, Jay Byers. If you liked Jay Byers, I don't really care about the rest of the songs. Jay Byers is like that. That song is so good. Jay Byers is good. I enjoyed Jay Byers. That that that, that one that one definitely like did it for me. Yeah. So I want to ask when you were listening to these songs, like how often were you surprised by the direction the song took? Oh, frequently. That's, that's okay, then I'm happy, because that's, that's the thing that stands out to me with Dorian Concept, is so many, like, you know, with fucking Cult of Luna, with Ohm, there gets a certain point when you kind of predict what's coming next, Mm -hmm. where it's like, yep, okay, now we're going to go into the chorus, now we're going to go into the fucking riffs, now we're going to go into this. With Dorian Concept, especially with Jay Byers specifically, I'm, like, shocked by the moves he makes sometimes. Like, especially, um, yeah, okay, right at, like, one minute... One minute, 10 seconds to like one minute, 20, one minute, 30, I'd say. Yeah, it happens right at one fifteen. that like beep. Mm-hmm. Jay Byers was the first song I listened to off this album. And hearing that intro followed by the beep, then the breakdown, it, that blew my mind. See, what really hits just, for me is around one thirty three. I mean, the drop, I mean, it's, it's cliche, but like the drop is great in this. Well, yeah, but it's, but that's what I like about it. It's not a cliche drop to me because of the beep. Like it, it's not a pleasant drop. It's like. 
Oh, it's very it's like it's, someone's. It's very abrupt. Yeah, someone slaps you on the face a little bit. Yeah, no, and it's it's a very yeah. Like, yeah, like I mean, it is a very interesting album. There was like there's lots of like this 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 crossed the threshold for me of of awareness much more than than Pilgrimage did in oh, the God, sense that I, like yeah of course yeah like like I would I, there was times where I was like oh I'm listening to something you know yes um so and that's why I like this album okay and that's totally fair and then the other thing I noticed um n- no time not mine mm-hmm. what does the beginning of that sound like to you oh my God yeah it does it sounds like against the logic a little bit. Well, right? not, actually, that was that wasn't what I was I was thinking. But I'll, okay, I'll, I'll tell you what I was thinking. You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like Earthbound battle music. Oh my god! Yeah, a little bit, right? A little bit, <laughs> right? <laughs> that was one of the parts where I started. I was like, wait a second, is this Earthbound battle music? What's going on here? <laughs> it's. I listen to so much music that's like I can just be like, okay, actually, I can just listen to this band and it's better, right? Mm-hmm. I don't need to waste my time. This is when I, this is a band where I'm like. I feel like I'm discovering new ways to like hear music mm. and that's what I like. It's like, I'm not, it's like the instrumentation is weird. The beats are weird. Everything is weird. And I like that novelty. It's the novelty that I like. Yeah. And this is very, I mean, like, I, I don't know that there is anything that really sounds quite like this, you know, yeah. like it's and very, it's, it is, yeah. Yeah. It's hit and miss, but when it hits, it's interesting. It is interesting. I mm-hmm. I could see myself going back and listening to some of these tracks again. Um, yeah. I don't know that I would necessarily plop this album on um, in the same way I, that I would, would plop against. Yeah, in the same way that I would yeah. plop against all logic on, and then just absolutely like rock shit yes. too. But like, I, I I this definitely like there are some tracks that like I could still like I could still remember how they sound right because like that's the thing is like if I if I if I can go back to if I can like think later like oh I can hum that. That riff, yeah. you know, and like, I'm like, oh yeah, that was, that was a good riff. I like that. You know, that, that definitely crosses the threshold with Ohm. I I like, it's, I have to like, when I listen to it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. That's how that sounds, you know? And even with Cult of Luna, like, you know, even though the album is very like, it's like the production of it is like on purpose, very muddy. And it's like very like just heavy and distorted. Like, you know, the intro, like to receiver, like, I mean, that, that intro to me, like that, this, that was the first thing that I heard off of Cult of Luna. Um, like this was the first album and that, that receiver intro, I was just like, Oh, this is my fucking shit. Like, I love this. Like, this is so good. Um, and so like, you know, when something does that for me, like this album does, like that, that means that it, it definitely cracked through my my filter, you know, and that's yes. that's important. That's important. And, yeah. and there's not a lot of things on this album that like I can like remember how they sound like without listening to it again. But Jay Byers for sure, like that one yeah. was that's a standout for me. Yeah, and it's one of those things where it's like, and I don't listen to albums ever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so to me. Jay Byers is pretty much Dorian concept. Yeah. And that's the difference between you and I is like, because I listen almost exclusively to albums. So if the whole album isn't really like Mm -hmm. capturing me, I have a hard time. I have a hard time like putting it on because it's like I could just listen to something else that I like more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's that's the benefit of, you know, randomly going through songs on YouTube. It's just like I've completely like removed myself from that environment i'm just and so yeah the fact that you like jay byers i don't really care that you didn't like a bunch of the other album songs because i don't like them either (laughs) fair it's like i am i ever gonna listen to dishwasher again no fuck that song who cares yeah (laughs) i'm gonna listen to e13 because that's fucking a beat Uh, yeah actually e13 is really interesting there's a like it sounds like there's a lot of like middle eastern influence to that particular track which i liked a lot yeah it's it's just 
you know remind myself what the actual like what the actual part is yeah it's that it's that like it's it almost has like a like a funky like yeah and, and speaking of to prepare us for that next album what is that scale called the eastern scale uh, oh, is fuck it not I pentatonic. No, it's not uh, pentatonic. Persian, yeah, uh, Middle Eastern music, Persian scale. Yeah, but what is it called? Well, there's got to be a better word than Persian scale. It might be the Persian scale. It's called the Persian scale. Okay. It might be. I'm sure that's not what people in fucking like Iran and Iraq call it, though. I'm sure they have a better word than Persian scale. I mean, whatever. It, apparently, is- apparently, it corresponds to the Lalit Raga in Hindustani classical music. Yes, so. yes, yes. There we go. Yes. Okay, the Raga. Let's... The college guard is serene. Okay. Well, it's like that. Yeah. But it's, it's, yeah. Yes. Eastern Indian. Yeah. Like if you heard it, you'd know what we were talking about. You know what we were talking about. It's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's that scale. It's the one you're thinking of. (laughs) So, yeah, I would 100% agree with what you said. It's just like Nature Imitation. It's not great as a whole album, but there are songs on there that are like musically novel. Yes. No, absolutely. And there's, there's so little like novelty left for me in like listening to music. That it's just like, as soon as I hear something I've never heard before, I'm like, oh, yes, yes, more, please, more of that. It's understandable. Yeah, I mean, there is, that is, that is a common theme um, for me as well, that like, there's so much shit that I've listened to that I'm just like, okay, I've heard this, you know? Exactly. Like, I get it. Like, I know what you're doing, but next, you like, give me something new. A hundred percent. Yeah. Or. This is like, for me, this was like the next Boards of Canada for me. I've never listened to Boards of Canada. I really need to. What the fuck? Fuck! I, I know. So put that on your list because I've never listened to Boards of Canada. I thought for sure. Sh- oh my god, dude. Okay, well, wow. I know. Okay. It's always one of those wow. things I mean to listen to, and I just never get around to it. So if you have a suggestion wow. for what I should listen to on Holy Boards of Canada, I'm, I'm all never ears. Listen to board. That's a that is a big responsibility. Choosing the first Boards of Canada album for you to listen to. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I trust you, Stephen. You're the only oh, one who's going to be able crap. to do it for me. So it's going to wow. be you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Fuck Dorian Concept. Then, like, pfft, who cares? You haven't listened, like, Boards of Canada is the better Dorian concept okay. by, like, a huge, huge margin. Interesting. So, wow. Yeah, the other thing I was going to say, though, is, like, you know, similarly to the point of, like, you know, if it's if there's nothing new, like, whatever, but there's also some, like, there's some bands where, like, like, like I mentioned before, like, with, like, Trilobite and Mastodon, it's like, you know, their first album was a sound that I want more of, and so I will just go out and search for every band I can find that is described similarly to them and listen to everything. And that's, that's where I accumulated a shit ton of like, I mean, if I'm looking at my, my list of bands that would be on my recommendation list that I need to now take off. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Cobalt slow forever. So maybe not this one. Yeah. Let me link you this song actually. Cause I, I, I have a, there's a, I have the same exact thing that I do with this, this kind of music. Hmm. Cause it's like it's this like electronic track. Uh, I oh, I'm I'm linking uh, Frenesi by Machine Girl, by the way. Okay. And it's like it's that like driving beat with the clean vocals. Just listen to the first like 15 seconds, and that'll tell you what you need to know. All right. And it's like I constantly am looking for songs like that. Let me let me well. listen to this really quick. You know what this reminds me of? Mm-hmm. This reminds me of the intro to um, Ghost in the Shell. Uh, oh wow! Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, I never thought. About yeah, Ghost that. in the Shell. Um, the the whatever the the show is. Uh, standalone concept. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, shit, man. Well, just look that up really quick. Stand standalone yeah, 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 yeah. concept. Standalone 
Complex. Oh, complex. It's not concept. It's a complex opening. Gotta listen to that fucking that that track. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Like, I love clean vocals with like a heavy electronic beat. Yeah, and like this, like really driving. Yes. Yes. Oh God. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. I need to put that on my list. Oh yeah. No. At, at like twenty three seconds. Yeah. Go to that. It's like it's yeah. like oh god, it's so fucking good, man. Yeah. Oh, I so, love yeah, it. I'm the exact same way. It's just like. When you find that sound, you just want more of it. Here's what, okay. If anybody is fucking listening out there, uh, what is that genre of music? Because I haven't been able to pin that down, and I just want to be able to search that genre of music so I can find more bands that are like that, because I don't know how to find them. <laughs> yeah, good luck. I've never been able to, to pin it down. So yeah, I yeah, that's, Dorian Concept is a sound. It is, yes. I probably never going to listen to it again, um, yep. but I did, en- I did enjoy it. Um, and, and, again, it's just one of those, again, like I said. It's probably going to be the title of this. Uh, probably going to be the title of this podcast. No accounting for taste, you know. No accounting for taste. Yeah. <laughs> Don't understand why it's not exactly my thing, but I, I do. I did. I did enjoy it. I just probably won't listen to it again. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. But before we move on to the next album, yes, I do want to say. Um. I have added uh, a couple Delta Sleep songs to my playlist. Uh huh. And I've been enjoying that. But what I did do is I went and read through the lyrics. Oh, okay. Um. And I'm going to tell you, man. If you hadn't told me that it was, like, literal, I still would have just thought it was fucking uh, a metaphor. <laughs> like, I would not have, I still would not have gotten it at all. Yeah. It still would have just been like, yeah, this is a metaphor for modern life in a city. It's yeah. like, it's like, literally, I, I'm looking at the lines where it's like, I am leaving the city. If I do not leave the city, they will bring me back to the city. And in two months, I will be doing this again. And it's like, I literally would have taken that as a metaphor. <laughs> still, Despite how literal it is. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to say, yeah, it just like it never, it wouldn't, it, it lyrical meaning is lost on me ultimately. It's just not. I, and that's the thing is like, cause for me, like I sing along to songs, you know, like I like to learn like the vocal lines. Like that's a mm-hmm. thing that I do, you know, like I'm super yeah. down with that. And yeah. you know, obviously we, we, we have moved in opposite directions. Like you're saying you don't like listening to things with vocals as much. And it's like, I'm the exact opposite. It's like, Oh, I know. It was I so funny when you away. mentioned Pelican, you were like, yeah. Oh, I like it better than it does out of vocals. I'm like, I like it. I've listened to Pelican a little tiny bit and I like it less because it doesn't because have vocals. It doesn't have vocals. Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, I used to be of that same opinion where I didn't, I used to not like Pelican a lot. Um, but then one day I was just, I listened to it again and I was like, Oh, actually, no, this is fucking dope. Yeah. And, and the thing Great. is like, all of it is good. It's not like any of like a lot of these bands oh, yeah. are really good. Yeah, yeah. I just don't, I just don't like it as much. I just, I have yeah, nothing yeah. to latch on to. Yes. But it's, it's yeah. funny though. Cause I think, and this is something I don't, I didn't really mention it on the last podcast, but I did want to mention it here is cause I think. What's what's interesting about these conversations between you and I, Stephen, is that like we we've never had the same music tastes, but we do have a lot of overlap. Yeah, and I mean, you you started my music tastes ultimately, which is weird because you like if that's and I, I actually wasn't aware of that because it's like if I started your music taste, you were the one who basically recommended most of the music to me. Yeah. Well, like, so what what the order was is like you had your like uh, indie music playlist with like White Stripes. And, like, all that stuff, like, back in the day. And that was, like, the first music I really, like, sat down and listened to at all. Except for I didn't listen to The White Stripes, but yes. <laughs> you did. I, I listened to maybe one song from The White Stripes. Okay. Well, maybe you're thinking I mean. of The Killers and, like, Franz Ferdinand? No, Seven Nation Army. I, I, listened to, I, I listened to Seven Nation Army. That's the only White Stripes song I know. Well, okay. Well, it was your playlist. So I know. Fair I, enough. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, it's just funny that yeah. that was the first one you picked out. It's like, that's the yeah. one where I like, I think I had one song that I listened <laughs> to. Yeah. Well, so. that one song really stuck with me. Apparently. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, obviously from there, I moved on to like, you know, Mason being my musical fountain. But like, yeah, you like, it was originally we started in the same place and then we diverged. 
Yeah. And and then we came back, and then we diverged again, and then we came back. In the Venn diagram that is our music tastes, I think that there is a lot of overlap, but I think that the stuff that we like the most exists on the opposite ends of the Venn diagram that does not yep. overlap. <laughs> yep. 100%. Yeah. I agree with that. Which uh, which Delta which uh, Delta Sleep album uh, Delta Sleep songs? Sultans of you... Ping. I love Sultans of Ping so much. The God, fucking, like I love the way the... that starts out too. Soft sounds so soothing. Just like oh my god, oh I love that. It's just like uh, it makes gives me it gives me chills. Something that sits so deep in the back of your head while you're asleep. It's like every time I hear that, I'm just like, Ugh! yeah. It feels like it feels like someone's like stroking my hair as I fall asleep. Oh, I do like, exactly, hundred yeah, percent. I know it's just like it. a warm blanket. You know, it's just like yeah, oh, this is nice. It's great. And oh. El Pastor is the other one I have. Not uh, not Saint Soleil. Uh, I didn't put that on there. I don't. I'm, I might. I might. I might should, but I didn't. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good one as well. I mean, I, th- those three are the standout tracks for me. I mean, I like like I said, I'm about to redo that entire discussion. I like pretty much all the songs on that album, but those three for me are huge standouts. But yeah, that's the thing with Salt and Ping though is like every time I hear that, I have to listen to the whole album. I'm just like. Mm. I'm just like once I hear because like once I, I, I'm I'm there it's like well I'm in the story now it's like I just want to oh I see yeah. you know it's it's like it's like it's like <laughs> it's like it's like starting Gladiator for me it's like well shit I guess I'm finishing this movie then you know it's like uh, okay <laughs> yeah. I would just listen to to Sultans of Ping and on repeat is probably what I would do fair enough uh, so yeah yeah excellent so shall we move on to the the final album of of this yes. of this morning. <laughs> Aransi Pazazu, the, the yeah. album that I recommended, <laughs> or Pazuzu. Yeah. I can't even, I don't even say the friggin'. Aransi Pazuzu. I think it's Pazuzu. It is Pazuzu. I, I always want to say Pazazu. I don't know why. It's Pazuzu. It's very clearly spelled Pazuzu. But yes, Varatalia, I believe, is how it. Yes. All right. Go ahead. Tell me your thoughts. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I would. I would unfortunately say this is another case where I feel like there are other bands that do this sound. Uh, better is not the right word. They do it more like fully okay i feel like Arancy pazuzu is halfway between um king gizzard and the lizard wizards mm-hmm. and um liturgy okay that's an interesting uh that's an it's interesting like comparison it is well it's like it sits in this weird halfway point where it's like it kind of it's doing the same sort of like you know aggressive black metal even though i don't think this is black metal um <laughs> but then it all has that like eastern european not eastern european eastern asian like indian sound to it uh, to a large extent mm-hmm um, and I like it a lot. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I like pretty much every song. I thought it was great. It's just like, it just reminded me so heavily, especially of Liturgy. Interesting. That's just like, that, that, that I mean, like, they're both black metal, but, um. Yeah. Like, like the first, uh, like, uh, the first song, like, the intro to the first song is like, that's a Liturgy song as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. I do see that. I, I absolutely 100%. I, I get that now. Okay. Yeah. And, and I guess that probably just colored the rest of the album for me. So, let me just say one thing is mm-hmm. I recommended this album on the basis of one track. Can you guess what that track is? Um, was it the fourth song? Uh, Hypnotusa Viracosius? No. Oh, what song was it? The second, the, the, the one right after. Uh, okay. Uh, se- track number five. Uh, oh, with the bass line? Yeah. 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 Dude. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh my god! Oh yeah, with the like and like it has like the like, the alarm going. The like, alarm. The... Oh yeah, oh yeah, with like, those like keyboards where it's like. Yeah, uh, fifteen minutes thirty seconds. Oh yeah, that, that, so that's the slow part of the riff, which I also yeah. I mean like this is like 
crushing. So good. Yeah. So this, in the exact way that uh, Cult of Luna was very samey, uh-huh. this band like really gave me stuff to listen to. And I like that. Yeah. So that that whole riff on five is just like, uh, sometimes I just yeah. skip to oh. that part of the, the album and listen from there because that 17 minute fucking song or whatever it is, like, is just my whole jam. I just love it. I love the fucking, like the, like the hot organ or where it's like, like when it hits into the like, uh, I can't remember exactly what part it is, but I'll 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 go to it. Let me just find it. Uh, yeah, in in the exact way that I felt like when I skipped around on Cult of Luna, I was I was hitting the same sounds over and over again. Uh-huh. This one, when I skip through it, it's different every time I go to a new part, and it's just like I love I love stuff like that. Yeah, so, so I like this a lot. Yeah, thirty two minutes and eighteen seconds. So I guess that's two minutes and could go to like two minutes and sixteen seconds in the track. Oh yeah, the yeah, and then that organ sounds like Wah! in the background on the fifth song. On the fifth song, two minutes and seventeen seconds in. Oh wait, no, sorry, hang on, wait a second. No, uh, no, that's no, not right. No, sorry. Uh, one minute and seventeen seconds in. My bad. It's hard to do math. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. This is a very this is a musically interesting album. Okay, cool. I like this a lot. Excellent. Um, it did. It did you know, remind me of other bands that I would probably prefer to listen to ultimately, but I did really like it. Um, yeah. So let's see here. Uh, like the part at around four fifteen on the first song. Yeah. I just, uh, every, uh, yeah, there's so many parts where I'm just like, yes. The, the way um, that I would describe this album, um, is like this album, it like, it sounds like it's in pain and it also wants to hurt you. <laughs> That's how it feels to me. Yeah, there, there's definitely some horror music vibes. The second song, especially, is very like weirdly creepy. Yeah, like I've I, I've never really had an album sound as creepy, like in a genuine sense. Like there's there's plenty of albums that like try to sound creepy and just sound funny. This just yeah. genuinely sounds creepy. I mean, shit, man. Even the cover is just like a creepy fucking cover. Like it's 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 just it's it's a good fucking like horror album almost. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going through parts right now. Yeah, no, I'm 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 just waiting for you to find it. Yeah, it's just it's very it's so it's it's so many parts of this are just like this sounds like liturgy to me, <laughs> <laughs> and I love liturgy, so that's a good thing. Interesting. Um, what else do I have? Oh yeah, um, the second song, mm-hmm. the the um, what is it? Uh, the not the symbol. What is the fucking? You have to oh be more God. descriptive. What? Yeah, I know. It's the, it's that in uh. Xylophone. Oh yeah, it's like they're fucking going xylophone on me. It's just like, oh yeah, yeah. they're breaking out the xylophone on you. It's yeah. absolutely happening. Yeah, this is this is an album that like keeps you keeps you interested mm-hmm. the whole way through. Absolutely. Um, oh yeah, and the fucking the sixth song, just like the guitar work there um, on Havalu. It's like this, like it's like almost a screechy guitar part. It's about halfway through the song, or maybe a little before halfway. Me, Close to the end of the album. You find it. Oh, yeah. The yes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, yes, please. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, God. It's like, and the vocals on this, it's just like, it's like, I mean, the whole thing is just so unrelenting is what I, what I really like about it. It's like, it's got, it's got chill spots to give you a break, but like it, it's like it. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say it's, it, I, it's, it is unrelenting, but it's not samey. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yes. In a way that. The Beyond is very like just this big angry wall of sound. This mm-hmm. is this has got dynamics, but like it's just like yeah. This is more like Devin Townsend in I, the sense that it's like it's very wall of sound, but there's some like interesting music stuff happening as well. Yes, 
It obviously doesn't sound anything like Devin Townsend. <laughs> no, although knowing Devin Townsend, I'm sure he could make an album like this because he's basically oh, yeah, made sure. everything at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, did you did you listen to his like his most recent album? What does most recent mean? Uh, I think it's Empath. Nope. Okay. He has he literally has what amounts to like a Disney song, but Devin Townsend style. Oh, 2019. Okay, I might have heard I might have heard this. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is like when he like released like a bunch of albums at once, essentially, right? Uh, no. Well, I guess it depends on what you mean by a bunch, but like Empath, Empath, I feel like took a while. Before it came out. Oh no, you're right. No, it is. No, it's not. This is. I didn't. I've never listened to Empath. Then it's a good one. I need to listen to that. Yeah, it's a very good uh, one. Actually, Empath is a great album, but the the B sides of Empath are actually what really does it for me. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, and that's right. And the string work on fucking the fourth song, Hypnotosu. Oh my god, just like. Mm. Uh, I'm yeah. glad you like this album because this is like. Yeah, I like this album. I like this is one of those ones that I love just like putting on like in the background like while I'm like cooking or something like. Oh. <laughs> It's just like have you. What were you, you ever say? listened to Aliman Basarat? You've you I, have right? No, I haven't. But I feel like you've you've said that those I've, words I'm, before. I'm sure I've shown you Aliman Basarat. This is like a metal version of Aliman Basarat, which is hilarious. Um, Aliman Basarat is like polka music almost. Okay, <laughs> but it's and it, but it has kind of the same like feel. I I will. There's no way you will you will spell it. Correctly. I I was I was trying and getting no Google results, which is a rarity. So Aliman. Vassarat. The Vassarat part, at least, is spelled like it sounds. Okay, cool. So you can... Yeah, Aliman Vassarat. Here we go. Let me see if I can find an actual good one. Oh, here we go. Yeah, this. Here you go. I put it in the chat. Oh, yeah, I definitely would not have guessed that. Aliam... Aliam... Yeah, I'm... I'm Vassarat. Uh, but yeah, it's like... It's not... It's obviously very different sounding, but it's like... It's the same sort of, like, actively, like, weird music. Oh, this know. is super interesting. I mean, oh, they're a great band. I love Ali Mavasaret. A mile, a la mileman, a la mileman, a la mileman Vasaret. Vasaret. Just, you, just sort of like vomit the first part and then say Vasaret. <laughs> just buy a vowel. Just buy a lot of vowels and then the second part. Yeah, A L A M A A I L M A N space V A S A R A T for anyone who is interested. This is very interesting. It's very yes, interesting. They're a great band. And this reminded me also a lot of that. I can totally see that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can um, totally see that. But I might, I might, I, I think I actually might like Pazuzu more than I like Aliamon. Oh, really. interesting. You'll have to, you have to listen to, because I mean, this is, to me, this is their standout album. Um, I have to, I have to listen to some of their, because I pretty much like, I, I've, I think I've listened to most of their albums, but I don't know if I've, um, I don't really go back to them as much and I don't really remember why. So mm. I have to, I have to listen to some of their other stuff and yeah. figure out why I don't listen to them as much, but I love and, and, this album. This is a, this is what I go back to constantly. Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, this is a banger. This has, this pretty much does not have a bad track as far as I can tell. It's there, they, they're maybe a little long in the tooth for me. Some of those, that 17 minute one is like, I like it, but you know. If it was split into two songs, I'd probably like it even more. Yeah, I mean, it does have that kind of, like, really, like, it, it, it tries your patience a little bit in the middle of it, but then when it comes back in with, like, the slow version yeah. of the riff, it's just so crushing, and I'm just like, mm. oh, yeah. I like crushing music. That's been, like, yeah. a thing that's for me recently. It's just like, I yeah. just... And so, you know, these these bands, right? These are, I mean... When when I discovered this band, this, this, is, this, this and Migwa are kind of two things that I discovered in my... Um, my point where I was like, well, I guess I should probably learn, learn to like black metal 
is really what it came down to. Because I basically, I sat down, I was just like, I was like, I feel like I've exhausted everything that I want to listen to. Like, I mean, like, I, I still find death metal bands that I like, but I'm like, I get it. I understand the genre. Like, I, I could, like, you know, I could talk all day about death metal bands that I like. I want, I want to understand and like black metal. So mm-hmm. I started just, like, going deep into, like, all the different black metal bands. And the ones that uh, that I, I came I came up, you know, like ended up like actually listening to on a regular basis are Migwa and this. There's a couple others um, that I like, but like these are to me these are the two standouts from from that search. Um, mm. Yeah, this is this is definitely a good band. Um, have you heard King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizards? A little bit. I've I mean like I I don't think I, I could say I've ever listened to a full album, but like I've I've turned it on every so often. I haven't really listened to like too much. Yeah, specifically the guitar work in the first song, Saturato, like around three minutes, 30 seconds. Okay. Let me. Yeah, that guitar work, that, that's King Gizzard. Like, that's pretty much their whole shtick right there. Okay. Um, and so that's why I would say it's like a combination for me of those two bands. Interesting. I'll have to uh, actually check some of that out. I mean, feel yeah. free to recommend me what I should be listening to out of them. <laughs> yeah, so. King Gizzard and Lizard Wizard is one of those album, one of those bands where it's like, there's you can listen to one of their songs, maybe two of their songs, and like, you're kind of good. <laughs> you get the point? Okay. You get the point. They're, they're not like, I wouldn't say they're a great band mm. or anything, um, but they, they have a, a gimmick that they do well. Interesting. Um, I know that I they, like this. they do some very strange things with, like, I think, I think I don't know if their guitars are, like, they have microtonal guitars or something. Yeah, it's microtonal. That's exactly it. Yep. Uh, let me, let me, okay, let me pick out the song that's specifically, specifically, like, what I'm talking about. Is it Rattlesnake? It might just be Rattlesnake. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, Rattlesnake is close enough. They're all kind of the same, so <laughs> there you go. All right. When he starts saying Rattlesnake over and over again, the guitar work that happens during that period. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, okay. It's like the draw, like the way it's tuned mm-hmm. more so than anything else. Reminds me a lot uh, of that. I can, I can see the similarities. Like it's, it's not lost on me. Yeah. There might be a better example, but I, I, again, I don't think the band is worth like exploring to any great degree. Honestly, they're a fun band. Oh, they have two drummers. <laughs> yeah. And like seven guitarists. Yeah. <laughs> They're, you know, they're like this. They're like this. The, the Slipknot version of like rock. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, you know, it's just a bunch of people that have a. Uh, they're, they're having fun, you know, and you know, they've, they've, far be it for me to shit on that. Do they like all go to Juilliard or something? And like, yeah, you know, exactly. It's one yeah. of those, one of those things. It's like you know, you know, like there's 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 plenty of good music that uh, that comes out of people that are just like hilariously overbooked up on uh, on, on on music theory. Um, but yeah, uh, oh yeah. You know, like, I also just, you know, really like bands that are just fucking going for it, you know, just like, let's just make some crazy music, you know, like really fucking out there. And this, I think, is an album that fits. (laughs) Yeah, oh, for sure. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah, I guess that's really, yeah, I've I've said my piece about... Yeah, that's all I have written down, pretty much. And, and I think I think that we we had a we had a good uh, I think we had a good discussion on that one for sure. So, um, so I mean, so you you would probably listen to uh, Arancy again. Then is I think what I heard. Yeah, I would. I, it would be. I would definitely not listen to the album. I would definitely pick out like some songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably like probably the fifth song I might put on my list, and the, probably the second song, just because those are like. Those are some of the shorter ones on the album. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and I don't like I don't like having songs longer than like five or six minutes on my playlist. 
for the most part. Understandable. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to pick next time we do one of these. I'll have to pick a shorter album. Shorter. Well, couple you know, albums. don't don't feel too bad about it because I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a Boards of Canada album, and those are all over an hour long. Fair so. enough. Well, I mean, I deserve it. So, <laughs> <laughs> actually, the next time we do one of these, um, I think that what I want to do is because there was I, I was there's there's two bands, um, American Football and uh, This Town Needs Guns that I I couldn't pick between two of their albums, and so. I think I'm going to do the same thing for both of those when we when we when we get around to those is I'm going to give you the album that I listened to first and then my favorite album by them. Okay. Cuz I think that that's an interesting cuz it's like my the, the Yeah, I, yeah, I like that. Cuz it's like the album that got me into them is not my favorite album anymore, but there's some tracks that like I feel like you need to listen to whereas like my favorite album it's like it's good, but it doesn't give you a flavor of the band as a whole unless you listen to the other album. So it's like, fuck, I can't pick between them. So I'll just make <laughs> you listen to both. So Okay, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. But, uh, we should definitely do a different podcast. Yeah, no, we're not going to do this this one uh, again for a little bit. But, uh, you know, I've got lots of... Uh, got lots of lots of ideas so actually yeah what were we gonna talk? We, we talked about it i think maybe before we actually got on the uh got on the podcast but what were we gonna talk about next coen we're, brothers coen brothers that's right that's yes. right so yeah i think next time we're gonna talk about the coen brothers just as a general concept i think yeah just as a as a thing yeah so the guys that did garfield right <laughs> yeah. yeah those guys yeah. yeah that's all they're known for right uh you you, you you've heard that from about bill murray right Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he thought, thought it was the yeah. He thought it was the Cohen brothers, but it's a different guy named oh, Joel Cohen or Ethan Cohen yeah. or something like a that. Second Joel Cohen. Yeah. I think it's Joel. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, no. Uh, the Cohen brothers did not do a a Garfield movie, but uh, I, I'd love to see that if that actually exists. So, <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, this is good. Excellent. Yeah, we will uh, next time. We will do something related to the Coen Brothers. Uh, I'll, I'll try to listen listen to. I will try to watch a couple more of the Coen Brothers movies to be a little bit more booked up on that, and uh, we'll uh, yeah talk about it then. Sounds good. All right, see ya. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>